So I'm just going to say hello again to everyone on this call today. It doesn't matter if you're live here with us or whether you're actually watching this afterwards as a video recording. I know some of you may be listening to this as a podcast as well. So very much welcome to you all. We're still on the topic of conscious leadership and uh, we've been taking you through quite a journey on what it means to accelerate and be a conscious leader. And I think that's probably more relevant now than ever, ever before. You know, we're trying to all maximize our potential, but we're also all trying to really influence the people uh, around us in a very positive and impactful way. So we've been using the acronym of IMPACT to take you through this. And uh, if you've missed any of these, I would really like to encourage you to go back and look at uh, what we've discussed on the I and on the M and P and A. And today we're actually talking about conscious leadership from a C point of view. And we're specifically touching today on cultivate, how to really invest in the right people whilst refining the art of communication. I'm not sure how many of you have got up in the morning or went to bed in the evening and go, you know, I'm really not having the right people around me. I just don't know how this happened. You know, it's like it may be people that you're employing, it may be people in your ecosystem, it may be you hanging around at networking events and you're just going, I, I don't really feel um, I have the right people around me. So you don't really want to talk about having quality or non-quality people around you, but you really want to talk about having your people uh, around you and not having your people around you. And so if you can find the right people around you, then that's the point where you really will start investing you know it's so easy for me to invest in the right people around me it's so tough for me to invest in people around me that's not my people or there's not a values alignment or whatever the case so today we're going to talk about not only cultivating those relationships but also what you can do to create the type of clarity where you can attract more of those people into your life and make sure that when they're in your life they actually want to stick around so based on this uh, lesson plan here, we're going to talk about the ring of steel. I'm going to touch on that and, and what that really means and why it's so important for you to have that mindset to build a ring of steel around you. Then we're going to look at three methods that will help you to be um, more clear in your communications to other people so that they really understand. You know, I always laugh about this. Many of us don't even understand what's going on in our own heads, but we expect other people to understand what's going on in our heads. So that's just not realistic. And then we're going to go um, and finish off today with a clear communication cult cultivator to make sure that the way in which you communicate is really for relationships and for attracting relationships in your life and not against those. So let's just jump right into it and talk about the Ring of Steel support system. And uh, I have an infographic here for those of you who's uh, watching video or is with me live today. But for those of you who's going to watch the podcast, uh, this infographic just explains to you how you can build what we call a Ring of Steel support system around you. So the way I look at this is like, not really building something around you that can easily be broken or something that um, is very weak when it comes to trust relationships or something that can be easily penetrated. I'm talking about building something that is similar to building an empire, to building a castle, to have a ring of steel around you that forms trusting relationships, uh, protection, quality conversations, um, 
people that, uh, you know, you can leverage, people who can leverage you, people who can come into your ecosystem and act as pollinators so that what you create here together is fertile and, and has a win-win situation in there for everyone. So what I have here in front of me, uh, for those of you who can't see, is like you in the middle, um, and then we have one, two, three, four, five, six very strong strategies of people, types of people that you can build around you that will ultimately form this ring of steel. So let me quickly take you through this. If you have a pen or paper in front of you or you're doodling, uh, I would highly recommend that you uh, get that closer and make some notes here. So what you're going to do, you're going to put a circle in the middle of your paper and you can make that you and you can even write your name there. And then the first circle outside of your circle, you can maybe put a circle on top of you of the type of people you want to put into your ring of steel is potentially an advisory board. Uh, people that you can go to that really acts as a, a benchmark. Now, if you in our Circle of Excellence uh, premium program, then you really can um, use me and Mike as your international advisory board. I'm not talking about a, a board here from a legal sense. I'm not talking about having a board necessarily that has shareholding. I'm not necessarily talking even about a board uh, that you have to pay. I'm talking here about an advisory board of people that potentially sits across borders and gives you advice on your business, um, which you can benchmark again. You know, type of people on your advisory board can be someone in a different country. Uh, someone can be on your advisory board, maybe someone that you've uh, been uh, sharing an association with, someone maybe who you got on calls with once a quarter and you just benchmark business ideas. But it's really not only good to have an advisory board in, in order to benchmark your decisions again, but it's also really good to have an advisory board when it comes to things like, um, you know, magnifying your business and appearing bigger than what you are. You know, it looks great for you to have a website. And when you have there on your uh, website about me, to change that to about us or to have something on your website that talks about the team and then include there in your team, you as well as some of the people in your company that deliver on services, but also people who sit in your advisory board. And you'll be so surprised how keen people are to enjoy to join your advisory board if they feel one they're part of something bigger two you're going to showcase them on your website and three when you get together with them once a quarter and you run some of your business results past them it gives them the opportunity to actually mentor and feel that they're really making a contribution to your business so Maybe go and jot some names down of people that could potentially be on your on your advisory board. It may even be family members. It may be a trusted uncle or aunt or someone who's had some success in business. They will be incredibly flattered if you ask them to sit on your advisory board and if you then showcase them on your website and maybe some of your other uh, digital platforms. So that is one of the... the uh, pockets of people you could put on a ring of steel. The second one is a dream team. That is really just traditionally employing people, but it doesn't have to be like that. You can go and build an organizational chart for your business and decide what are the areas that you need to add team into. You can add team by means of employment. You can add teams by means of doing joint ventures agreements. You can add team by doing um, 
partnerships agreements. It doesn't matter, but you can certainly look at your business from a uh, emerging point of view. So is there maybe teams you can acquire? Is there existing teams that perform that you can merge with and then go and build out a, a powerful team for yourself? A third type of person to have on your ring of steel is your number experts. We work with so many entrepreneurs and especially conscious leaders. And many times what's missing is the reporting and the measurement element. What's my goals? Am I reaching my goals? Is my cash flow sound, my revenue? This is not meant to be uh, financial advice at all. In fact, my message to you is you need people in your ring of steel that can give you sound financial advice. Um, and maybe again, have a quarterly meeting with you, look at your numbers, look at your financial statements, look at what um, you know, is going on in your bank accounts and really give you sound advice there. Uh, we like to use accountants there. Our company sits in various countries, so we have an accountant per country to make sure that they understand the legal systems and compliance uh, requirements of those countries. And so we put them into our ring of steel as well. It's incredibly valuable because it's a different language. You know, many people who are conscious leaders are visionaries. Many people who are entrepreneurs are creatives. And so they just leave this part out of their business and it, it causes them a lot of heartache and pain. Uh, fourth element that you can add to your ring of steel support system is wellness coaches and when i talk about wellness coaches i talk about those people who keep you sane um you know those people who say to you you trust them enough for them to come to you and say look you, re you recently had a health scare i'm not i'm noticing your energy is not sound uh you perhaps are gaining unhealthy weight uh your energy is not managed properly i'm noticing that you know, um, you, you're really um, trigger, triggered easily. It's not easy to work with you in your environment uh, because, uh, you know, your energy is just dense or, you know, sometimes you need that person who's going to say to you, look, your, your mindset at the moment is really toxic. It sucks. You know, you, you're really negative and you don't see the positive. It's difficult to receive that kind of feedback because we need it from people we can trust. And unfortunately, many of us have been taught that when people give uh, feedback, they do not have your best interest at heart. But you have the opportunity here to go and bet these wellness coaches. You can have a group of them. You can have one or two that you're employing. Uh, you can have, uh, like we have in our circle of excellence, uh, our premium clients have that opportunity to have those quality conversations with us. You can maybe have someone in the family who's a qualified uh, coach or psychologist that you want to include there. And what you do again once a month or once a quarter you get on a call with them and you you ask for constructive feedback about the way you're showing up about your energy uh you know your 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 mindset it's incredibly valuable to have that and you don't need one you can go and build a group of wellness coaches uh, that's valuable for you um i've seen this quite useful for people whose a-type personalities work really hard uh, really want to achieve something and then pop or here comes a heart attack or something and really throws them. Uh, that happens when you didn't necessarily have the Ring of Steel support system around you that gives you not only the philosophies around mindset and wellness, but also um, make sure that they, they track and measure your performance in that area and show you the red flags when they come up. So we've talked about potentially putting an advisory board in your support system, having a dream team, putting some number experts in there, some wellness coaches. And now you also want to put some wingmen in there. So wingmen for me is really 
what you get when you look at a pilot. You know, the pilot has the auto, autopilot, that they have a wingman, a wingman that usually help them in steering the plane. And in the same way, you will really benefit from wingmen uh, or wingwomen if you want to um, in your ring of steel support system. So these people are really people that like you. Now, it sounds like the craziest thing to say, you need to include people in your ring of steel that likes you. But um, I think as we go with life and as we learn uh, and we start to analyze people's behavior and patterns, whatever, we realize that, you know, if we can count 10 people on our hands that really, really like us, that believe us, that's into us, you want to put them in this part of your ring of steel. You want to have people who's your ambassadors, people who talk about you, people who have no issue doing you favors, people who want to see you successful. So, you know, we may, may be simply people who introduce you when you walk into a boardroom. Maybe it's a trusted um, lawyer or someone who's been around for a while, they've been around your business and you want to take them to boardroom meetings with you and they introduce you. Therefore, again, magnifying your business. Maybe you're going to speak on stage or you're going to um, put a workshop together for people and this wingman just come and introduce you. And it's authentic and it's real because they really love you. They really like you. They really believe in what you do. Uh, just go to your Facebook and your LinkedIn pages. Uh, pages. It's usually those people who you know, like your stuff and share your stuff and comment on your stuff. They're watching what you're doing. And here's the key words. They, they're really inspired by you. Don't make a list of those people and really start spoiling those people. Treat those people. Give back to those people. And again, put them in your Ring of Steel support system where you can check in with them on a monthly basis or take them out for dinner or for lunch. Um, because these are the feel-good people. They, they mirrors. They reflect back to you, your talents, your potential, what inspire them about you. And uh, you really want to have those people in your Ring of Steel support system as well. You can't just get feedback and counsel from people all the time. You have to get compliments and you have to get, um, you know, the type of food that, that fuels your soul. Uh, and then next level clubs is literally now the, the sixth one we have here. So we have six pieces that you can lock into your Ring of Steel support system. Your advisory board, your dream team, number experts, wellness coaches, your wingmen. And then of course, the sixth one, next level clubs. Next level clubs is a stretch strategy. In other words, it takes you out of your comfort zone into the unknown it's people who's already reached a next level of success that you're aspiring to um it happens uh you know you see this with our circle of excellence membership people are reaching they're stretching their mindset uh you see it with uh you know people who go and form part for example of a yacht club uh millionaires clubs billionaires clubs uh you know high-end um membership clubs which has a physical location where you can hang out with with people who's reached more success in business and life and that just stretch you to the next level it's important for you otherwise you're not reaching uh you stagnating so uh your definition of a next level club is up to you many times i find it useful to not necessarily go for next level clubs that sits in the business space but to go for next level clubs that sits within your hobbies like for example maybe you're a pilot maybe you own a yacht Maybe you want to own a yacht. Maybe you want to uh, become part of a, a fine dining or wine tasting club that has those caliber people in there. Um, but uh, I find it useful to, to join these 
when uh, you have a specific preference because then you're hanging out with like-minded people. So this is just a quick overview and introduction to the Ring of Steel support system for those of you who have not heard about it. Um, go and take those notes that you've made and start recruiting. Start getting the buy-in of these people. Start building this empire around you. And so that brings me to the next part is to have clarity because if you don't have clarity, we're talking here today about cultivating relationships and how one of the traits that a conscious leader have is to cultivate your relationships with people so that you can build this ring of steel support system around you but you won't be able really to get the buy-in from this people and formalize it unless you really become clear in your message um how many websites do you visit that is just not clear or you look at social media posts and you go what's the message they're really sending what they're trying to achieve or a person pictures a product to you and you go oh you know i sort of get it but I'm, i still don't really understand or even at networking events people stand up they tell you what they do and you just walk out of there and you're not clear me and mike get it many times with the masterminds we do usually they sit you know about 10 people in a mastermind and it happens many, many times. I almost want to say most of the times it happens that we leave a mastermind and we remember what one or two people maybe did and the others is a little bit confusing. These days, the, the, the structure of our mastermind has changed a little bit. We allow people in the first uh, couple of minutes of the mastermind to really do a three-minute pitch for their business. And many times, you know, the feedback is, uh, you need to be more clear. We don't really understand what you're doing. The passion is there and you can see the person's excited and um, they've scripted themselves, but there's not really a lot of clarity. So I'm going to give you three methods that you can use in your business today to really become more clear in your message so that people actually understand what you do. And the first one is keywords, you know, to go and define what you do in the form of keywords so what we usually do when people ask us look what you do we say look uh we help people um in the personal and professional industries to be more prosperous there's my first keyword i'm not just going to say to people i'm going to make sure the word prosperous repeats itself on my digital footprints on my website in my social media in the magazine we produce in talks we have, uh, the word prosperous is going to constantly repeat itself. It's a critical keyword in our business. The second thing I'll say we do for people is we help them to be more free, freedom. Second keyword, freedom in business, financial freedom, freedom in what you do with who you do it, where you do it, freedom of choice, um, freedom in your value system. It, it really, people get that. Our type of people get that. That's why you need your type of keywords here. Not other people's keywords, your type, type, type of keywords. And then the third one we use is um, purpose. You know, we help people to find their purpose. We help people to get up in the morning when they have to go and uh, do their business and sit in front of their computer and see people to do it with purpose. Freedom, prosperity, purpose. Freedom, prosperity, purpose. Freedom, prosperity, purpose. With those three keywords, we create a lot of clarity. It, it, it gives people a lot of aha moments. We cultivate relationships by attracting the right people to us with those three words, like a moth to a flame. But you can use this principle of keywords 
anywhere in your business to create clarity. And this is not just to attract the people with the same value system to you. This is also to have search engine optimization. This is also so that people have familiarity when they go to the various platforms. This is also so that people start associate you with those keywords. And so when you niche your target market, you can use those keywords as well. And, and that's why I always so big on titles. You know, the titles of the people um, that we like to attract to our business are conscious leaders, which are usually people who have titles uh, like leader, titles like consultant, titles like coach, like speaker, like author, um, because it happens to be that those titles, uh, which is also keywords, are the type of people many times that's very attracted to the keywords, prosperity, freedom, and purpose. So a starting point for you to create more clarity in your business in order to cultivate these relationships is to ask, okay, what's my three keywords that describe what I do for people? And what are maybe five job titles that describe the type of people I want around me? So if you go back to this ring of steel support system that we spoke about earlier, you know, if you want to have an advisory board, they're going to ask those questions. What exactly do you do? And you might end up sitting waffling for half an hour, whereas if you say to them, we do prosperity, freedom, and purpose for people with the following job titles, you've created full clarity. If you want to recruit people into your dream team, they're going to want that clarity. If, if you um, explaining your business to numbers experts or your wingmen, or you want to be in a club and people ask you at that club, what do you do? These keywords will really become your best friend. So a very powerful way to create that clarity is with keywords. The second one is to repeat what you're saying to people. Um, you know, my dad taught me about the 2.5 method. I still didn't quite get exactly what it means by it, but it's, it means a lot for me in business by repeating things to people. And um, some of my close family members would sometimes joke about it and go, yeah, Lani, you sound just like your father. But he taught me so much in terms of clarity by repeating stuff. He says, you have to repeat stuff 2.5 times to people. I guess it's the point five. That's not really making sense to me, but uh, we can round it off to three. So one of the ways to use this principle when you communicate with people, and again, when you're trying to get buy-in from people, either to buy from you or to buy into your message or to build this stunning ring of steel around you is to do things in threes, repeat things in threes. So for example, you, you have a person, you're speaking to them, uh, you really want to form a partnership with them, you want them on your team. Uh, and a way to use this three principle is to say to them, look, First and foremost, this is what we're going to talk about today, right? Uh, this is the agenda. This is, what, this is what we're trying to achieve with this conversation today. So you may say to the person, so the reason why we're together here today is, you know, um, I am really putting together a very powerful ring of steel. And this is what a ring of steel means for me. And I'm doing it to create incredible win-win situations between me and people that I really admire worldwide. So what I'm going to achieve today is for me and you to somehow get on the same page so that you can leave this meeting and go, wow, I so much want to be part of this ring of steel. So you've created an expectation that that is the opening statement. 
you've uh, you've staged it, you've framed it, you make sure that the person who sits there don't go, oh, why are we here today? And are they selling me something? And do I need to have my guard up? And what is this about? You get this a lot of time when people go to a networking meeting and one person will say to the other, oh, let's get together in a meeting and see where we have synergies. That's so unclear. The person goes to the meeting and they go, oh, not another one of these where we're finding synergies that we're not going to find. So you need an opening act. That's number one. Now, number two is then you actually state to people what you want to say to them. You deliver content. You, you use keywords here. This is what I do. This is the job titles of the people I target. That person states to you clearly what they do, blah, blah. And then you have to close the loop. You have to close the loop. So you can't just expect in this conversation you had that the person got everything you said. And that's where you ask them now to repeat back to you what you told them. And you repeat back to them what they told you. It sounds like hard work. I cannot tell you how the quality of your relationships, the quality of your deals and people's clarity about what you're trying to achieve here will go up. So I'm going to repeat again. This is very powerful communication strategy. We call it the 2.5, but it's actually a three. You do an opening statement. You frame the purpose of why you're together here today. You then go into the content by really using strong, powerful keywords that relate to your business, what you're trying to achieve and with your target market. And then you end the meeting and close the loop by asking the person to repeat back to you. The shocking part here is going to be very, very few times will people be able to tell you what you just told them. And that is a reflection on you. It's not a reflection on them. So you see the same thing when you brief people. You know, when you brief a graphic designer, when you brief a staff member, when you brief a board member, when you brief a coach, the briefing is usually where the communication falls down and not always the fact that the person didn't listen. And a way for you to overcome that is to close that loop and ask people to repeat back to you what you've told them until you actually get that messaging right. Very, very powerful message or powerful way for you to create clarity. That brings me to your third clarity method. This is an easy one. It's not one that a lot of people make use of. And that is really to have videos. And I see a lot of people out there, I think a lot of clients at the moment uh, that uh, got onto the video bandwagon, which I'm very, very excited about. But the key in these videos is really to keep it really, really, really short and sweet. So if you look at the picture here in front of you, and for those who can't see, I have video communication here, and then I have element C, element C, element D, element D. Those are just placeholders to say that you only want four things in that video and no more than four elements in there. So you really want to make sure that people do not get overwhelmed. This video is meant to give your audience the gift of clarity. So you sitting and discussing something for eight minutes is not necessarily going to create clarity. It's going to create confusion. Um, so the first C element here is to be clear, clear in what you, you give people. Make sure that there's 
great clarity in what you, you give them, but also that you're concise in your message. And then when you look at the D elements, you really want to have at least two things in there that drive them. One drives them, one gives them direction, right? So I'm not going to overcomplicate it, but you want four elements in your video and you want that video to be a minute and a half. And you, if you do this right, you'll do this video in a minute. So go onto YouTube and Google, go, put into the search engine there, most efficient explainer videos of all time or award-winning explainer videos 2021 or put in there um, very popular explainer videos 2022. Do, do key searches like that and then go and have a look at the explainer videos that come up there and you'll see these people are clear in their messages they super concise they give you really clear direction and it drives you towards doing something afterwards so an example would be to use a formula like why is it that i'm doing what i'm doing what exactly is it that i do who do I do it with? When is the best time to contact me? Or when is the best time to actually implement this in your life? In other words, what's the market movements? And how exactly does it work? Or how exactly can you play with me or we with each other? So that's a nice formula to get you started because people are always looking for formulas. If you want to simplify it further, um, I like to do a video that immediately grabs people's attention. So there's a real good opening act. And that opening act leads then into exactly what you can do for them and how it works. There's another formula. But the best way for you to do this in order to have a visual experience of how great video communication can be is to go and look for top-notch explainer videos watch quite a few of them watch at least 10 of them and then try and spot a pattern in there that you can apply to your business so that is really clarity you can use keywords to actually create clarity with people i'm just quickly going to take you back go and summarize the keywords for your business make use of the repetition formula where you give people an opening act frame it then deliver the content with superior clarity and keywords, and then close the loop by repeating to each other what the other one has said, and then making use of video that you can actually either use on social media, use it on your website, use it as a video that can be sent around as WhatsApp. You know, so many people at networking events ask you what you do, and then you give them your elevator pitch, but uh, can you imagine if you can just show them a video there, then it's less than a minute and I go, oh, wow, that's great. Can you send me that? Can you send me that video? Or can you email me that video afterwards? And then of course, you know, not only as explainer videos can communication be really clarified, but, you know, doing something like picking up your WhatsApp and sending people a video of what you're trying to tell them or going and use something like uh, Vimeo and send people a video via email if you want to send a message through. Those are very, very, very powerful communication strategies 
because of the clarity they create. And these are the things that will cultivate incredible relationships with people so that you can build this super strong ring of steel support system. This brings me to the last part of today's uh, presentation or podcast, if you may, where I'm going to give you a clear communication cultivator. This is, again, something that can be used, whether you're putting a ring of steel support system together, whether you're trying to get buy-in from people or just communicate better. I think, you know, the better we communicate, the more we do not only cultivate relationships, but the more our profits go up, the more our efficiency go up, the more people want to be around it because they actually get what we are and what we stand for. We don't confuse. So here is something my mother has taught me and it's served me so, so much in business. Now, it sounds a little bit philosophical, maybe even a bit, well, it sounds really, really spiritual, but you can apply it um, in your business in any way you want. So my mom said to me one day, she said, Landy, if something really confuses you, confuses the hell out of you, excuse the pun, then it's probably not from the good. And if something gives you superior clarity and it's so clear that it makes completely sense for you, it's probably from the good. So in what, to what extent do you get clarity for people and to what extent are you confusing people? It's still something I live, uh, a principle I live by today. Whether I'm communicating with a person for my ring of steel, whether I'm having a conversation with Mike, or whether I'm putting a brochure together for business, I ask myself, am I confusing people or am I giving clarity to people? So let's look at the clear communication cultivate, cultivator in order to help you create more clarity in your business and life. And so for you who are not here live with me today or looking at the video recording, um, I have here in front of me a big fat hamburger. And that big fat hamburger uh, can be uh, any type of hamburger uh, you choose. But basically what we have here is we have on top of the hamburger a very nice fluffy uh, bun. And then in the middle of the hamburger, we have the uh, uh, meat for some of you. Uh, we have the vegetarian burger for some of you. Um, and then at the bottom of the burger, we have another bun. So visually, bun on top, the uh, insides of the burger in the middle, and then a bun at the bottom. And this is such a visual uh, representation of how we can so much better communicate with people. And I call the strategy pump, drop, pump. So whenever you enter into a negotiation or into a conversation, be sure to pump, drop, and pump the conversation. The pump part is the top of the burger, which is the fluffy bun. That means you enter the conversation in a positive way. You pump up the environment. You insert energy in the environment. You make sure that you are pumped up in your messaging. You make sure that the person is pumped up in their messaging. You can do it by creating the right space to have a conversation in. Uh, you can pump the environment by making direct, authentic eye contact with the person and not looking away all the time or fiddling and things like that. You can pump 
this conversation by framing the meeting um, as I mentioned to you before set the stage in a positive way hey that's why we're here today we're going to achieve this or we're going to chat about this you know I'm excited um, this is what potentially can come out of this uh, if we can get on the uh, same page and then a fourth method to pump the start of this meeting is to be truly and sincerely uplifting in other words really get into your heart space and say to the person things like you know i'm really happy to be here with you today and you know what i'm so grateful that we out of lockdown and we can have these great conversations together and it's just cool to be here and you just make the other person feel good or you know a compliment a sincere compliment hey i saw you just uh won this award or you got voted into this i'm so incredibly stoked for you you deserve it and i'll tell you why you deserve it my goodness what an opening to a meeting that's the type of meeting you want to sit into as opposed to a person who's just in the meeting and go okay uh thank you for seeing me today robotic and boof they go into the drop stuff immediately so the drop stuff is important as well that's the second part of your communication is to go into the reason why you're there maybe you're doing a big deal maybe you're pitching the person um you know maybe you you uh want to employ the person maybe you want to get onto the same page but the first thing you want to do during the drop part and that's the middle section of the burger where you find the the, the patty or the meat or the whatever you want in there the uh what, what's my my vegetarian i like my vegetarian burgers um but it's it's a COVID thing uh, COVID's made it really strange for me to taste meat except fish but I have these, uh, I think it's lentil and bean. They're really good. Um, anyway, that's a sign point. But now you're in the middle of the burger and you want to actually do what you came there to do. So you're going to have to find ways to anchor that message. You want to make sure that you anchor the message with feeling, that you anchor the message with sensations that you anchor the message with the five senses. So strong way to anchor the message in the heat of the conversation, if you may want to, is again to use keywords. Otherwise, is to use the five senses. Make sure that whatever message you're bringing across is something that people can visually see. Make sure that people hear a lot of clarity. Make sure that it is spoken, that it can be felt. Um, think of all the touch, taste, smell, feel um, all the senses and how you can engage the person in the, the drop part um, as much as possible um, and anchor the message. Be sure as a second strategy during the drop that you're completely open and transparent. Uh, hidden agendas will absolutely smash uh, the conversation. You'll lose, you won't win. Uh, people are too perceptive. We underestimate how intuitive and perceptive people are. They'll spot you a mile away. And then also, um, explain alternatives. Tell people, here's an option one, here's an option two, here's an option three. People don't see their options many times and therefore they don't know what to choose. So make sure that you have alternatives on the table there. Make sure that you throw your cards open on the table and give people choice and give people options. And then, so a, a drop part, uh, maybe for example, I'll, I'll give you again some examples of how you can drop it. Uh, you can say, okay, well, you've done the opening statement. You've really got the person inspired. And then you sort of want to switch. Uh, you want the person to realize, look, I'm switching now to, to the core of the conversation. Um, it may be something like, wow, that was great. So let's get talking. Or 
rights can be a, a very good uh, signal that you're getting now to business or um, you know actually getting a, a, a prop out, putting a brochure on the table and say, so let's let's get into this. So that helps the person without them realizing in a subtle way, switch from the pump section into we're going into drop. Right, now in drop, you'll say things like, okay, um, first and foremost, uh, you know, there's, there's the following three things. Let's start with number one. So it helps sometimes to, to do it one, two, three. Uh, you then maybe get your props out. You say, here's the brochure that illustrates me what I've just said one, two, and three is. Here's your three option. Um, I know that, uh, you know, you may not want this option. There's maybe alternatives. Let's look at these three alternatives. You maybe have an infographic that anchor the message even further. You mentioned some keywords. Uh, you maybe have a visual presentation that anchor the message more because it's engaging people's senses, hearing, sight. Uh, you may even... Um, you know, make use of smell. That's why food is so incredibly important sometimes during uh, deal making and these things because it enhances all the senses and because your message. So there's just some ideas of how you can drop, but then you don't want to leave the meeting in the drop part. You want to leave the meeting again in the pump part. So you have the top part of the burger, the fluffy bun, you've used it to pump. Then you went to the middle part of the burger, you used it to drop, and now you're going to, finish off your conversation or your communication by pumping up again. So there you can do it by coming to some sort of agreement. You can do it by asking each other to repeat what the other one can say. You can do it by giving an executive summary and listing things in a one, two, three way that's easy for people to remember. You can do it by actually ending up with something authentically caring. So with authentically caring, I mean, saying something like, you know, I, I, I really realized that you have a lot on your plate at the moment. And it's my true and honest appreciation uh, that, that we make the time for each other here today. And I really hope this for you. And I, I wish you well. And um, I want to give you this, this uh, you know, blessing or I just, I just, you know, can sense that you're well on your way. It's true, authentic ways to leave the person in a pumped up state of mind again. So just going to cover this quickly again. You walk into a conversation because you want to cultivate relationships. Uh, a big plus in cultivating relationships is really to go and, uh, you know, build a very strong ring of steel support system around you. And then uh, one of the messages or one of the techniques you can use in those conversations is to always walk in with the approach of, I'm going to pump the conversation, I'm going to drop the conversation into reality, and then I'm going to leave that conversation again with a pumping strategy, thereby you're always cushioning your message. So that brings me to uh, the end of today's uh, talk about cultivation. I want to give you some recommended activities that you can go and do after today um, to help you really anchor for yourself what we spoke about here today. And the first thing you can do is a quick assessment on the current strength of your Ring of Steel support system. This can be a fun exercise, everyone. Go out into nature, go to a nice spot, take this Ring of Steel support system infographic. Uh, if you're on video, if you listen to the podcast, we mentioned six ways in which you can actually build that Ring of Steel around you and use it as an assessment. Ask yourself, do I actually have wingmen? No. Who can I insert? Do I actually have numbers people? Oh, no, I don't. Who can I point? Do I have a dream team? 
I don't. Is there other company I can merge with or should I at least start employing? Do I have this? Do I have that? So use it as an assessment. And what you might find is that you, many of you might have a very empty ring of seal support system, which means basically you don't have support, uh, which means that you may want to up your game when it comes to cultivating relationships with people. Um, the second recommended activity is to ask your colleagues, peers and customers what you do and why you do it. Go and send out a poll, go and see people, maybe have Zoom calls with them and ask them if they can tell you what do you actually do for a living and why. And if they're waffling and it's confusing you, ask them to give it back to you in keywords. Again, make it a fun exercise um, and then see what actual feedback you get from them. Here's some evidence that you are actually really, really good already in cultivating your relationships as a leader. Uh, you'll have a clear snapshot of what your current ring of steel support system consists of and lack. In other words, you, you'll know where you are in your ring of steel support system, where you're really thriving and where you can um, put some more support in. And also, you'll have a clear leadership message that your target audience believe in and can easily repeat back to you. So that is all about conscious leadership. Uh, I know many of you sitting on this call are incredible conscious leaders already. And uh, this will just cultivate new relationships will just really cement the deal and help you to get to the next level. So I'm going to stop the screen share now. And uh, Kirsten, I'm going to ask you also to stop the recording at this stage. And then I'm going to open up. We still have 15 minutes left for 